Welcome back, Dungeoneers. It's Sunday afternoon, and that can only mean one thing. It's time to play Dungeons & Dragons. You're, you're watching Dice & Dungeons, and I'm here at the table with... I'm David Wong. I play... Nines. Nine, nines. Nines. The tabaxi... Bard. Bard. I'm Nicole Bates. I play... Line. Sorry, yeah. I'm so. Line. You're not lying. <laughs> line. <laughs> Give me my line. Changeling. Changeling, Changeling Druid. Changeling yeah. Druid. Got it in line. Nailed it. I'm Greg and I Holy play... shit, you're here too? Hello. Yeah, I, I am. Didn't you notice? No. no. I don't know what's anything. <laughs> I play Ulset Ralph, who is a... Guy. <laughs> For a bog fighter. Oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> is that what you are? I'll be really useful in the next combat. Yeah. Yeah, if I weren't like how many up. how many spell slots do you have? I have zero spell slots. I was talking to the fighter. I have zero spell slots. <laughs> if, I, if I could get a short rest somehow. Uh, no. Let's let let's Time let the DM do the introduction. I'm Alexis Bates and I'm present. Oh. You're right, present you here. here. Oh. And um, what, what are you doing in the show? Things. Stuff. Are you our trusty dungeon mistress? Eh. Do you master the dungeon, or is the dungeon already mastered, and you're just distributing? I mean, it? I, I like to consider us, you know, you know co-equals. Co like the, the dungeon, dungeon and I, we we take, we have a discussion, we think about it, we contemplate, and then we come to a reasonable agreement about what to do next. So if I'm not like a dungeon master. I think myself more as like a a dungeon partner. If this is your first time listening to this show. <laughs> if this is your first time tuning in, you're going to be confused as shit. You keep saying that every week. And they're always confused and as it's shit. It's always true. Every week, yeah. Maybe we should... Do, do it we normal? have any announcements? Um, sure. Why not? <laughs> let's, let's do some announcements. Oh, great. We, we have a continuing sponsor. Uh, Geekified. Geekified is a tabletop gaming store out of Vinton, Iowa that takes online and in-store orders for all of your tabletop role-playing game needs. So if you are interested, although this episode is airing well past its release date, uh, in trying out the new Kamigawa Neon Dynasty, which is just like the coolest uh, cyberpunky kind of artwork mm -hmm. in it. I really love the art of this set. The art's really nice. Uh, you can head over to geekifiediowa.com and order some packs online. You can also head over uh, to the store in person and find all of their cards there and maybe even pick up some signal, sing, singles if you're interested in... You can pick up a lot of signals. Sigils. Is anybody going to be able to talk today? Nope. No. Oh. no. We're screwed. It's a darn good thing we don't have a podcast. But we do have a podcast. Oh fuck! <laughs> um, so you can we over, have many attentive ear watchers. <laughs> you can head over to geekifiediowa.com for any of your Magic the Gathering, D and D, or other role playing game needs. Thank you to Geekified for your continuing sponsorship. Uh, by the time this episode airs, they'll have been sponsoring us for over a year. Thank wow. you, Geekified. Thank you. And that's really cool. I I really appreciate that, Geekified. And I encourage anyone who's uh, listening or watching this show to go and support Geekified. It's a local gaming store and they are local gaming stores are the pillar that keeps this 
community going. They really are. Yeah. So thank you again, Geekified. Thanks to everyone who supports us and supports them. We appreciate it. Um, what other announcements do we have? Patreon. Patreon. Support us Patreon. there. How do you get there? <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash dice and dungeons. You can do all sorts of, but there's a bunch of different tiers, but all the tiers get access to our little behind the scenes improv sessions that we release once a week now. Um, we have... This week we recorded one about Nines not getting blamed for something. For, he didn't do for a... For a crime I he, definitely didn't He commit. didn't do a murder. He didn't Did, do a murder. Definitely um, didn't do a murder. <laughs> Thank you. The not interjection really helps my processing. I know. Uh, <laughs> you do that on purpose. So these tiers are more like levels? They're, they're, they're like, different you know, payment crime. levels, but uh, you also get access to polls about what we paint and do on our painting streams that are Tuesdays and Thursdays, Tuesdays and Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern. Um, and yeah. at certain tiers, you can supply uh, situations Dole might be in when I give him a call. Things like that. Yeah. So go to Patreon. Pick a tier. Patreon.com forward slash dice and dungeons. We're going to be rolling out a new benefit to patrons soon. They will be receiving their very own Patreon exclusive Nines fungible token. It's the most fungible token. You it's can, super fungible. You can fung. Most fungible token. And patrons are going to get an exclusive one every single month. A very fungible token made by our very own Nines. You know, I administrate the Patreon, and this is the first I'm hearing about it. <laughs> it is definitely That's... not. We talked about it last night. <laughs> But we are going to roll that I out. thought you were joking. I wasn't joking. <laughs> okay, so a nines fungible token. Yeah. It's, it's fun. It's a badly drawn picture of nines. Thanks, that's the they, confidence booster I need whoa. to get through the day. <laughs> that you can copy as much as you want. Copy, paste it, put it wherever you want. It's very fungible. No, and, don't there. And patrons, they get an exclusive one each month. Yeah. Apparently. Yep. That Very no exclusive. one else can get. Super exclusive. That certainly can't be right-click saved anywhere. Not once. Not once. <laughs> Any? All right, else? Dungeoneers. <laughs> let's, let's roll. <gasps> oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Last week Aww. on Dyson Dungeons. Did you change it? I, I made it longer. <laughs> oh. Uh, Soria. Yeah? You managed to solve a sliding mural. Oh, yeah, that was awful. To show the image of Jarella trading with other people. Well, Ulseth 
nines, and the captain. You three worked together to protect her from a horde of attacking rodents and vermin, as well as a rather nasty fungus creature. He was not a fun guy. No, he wasn't. You all survived the fight, if barely so, in some cases, and completed that puzzle. One more puzzle down. You now seemed unsure of where to go next. You all knew that there should be another challenge to overcome regarding the fall of Onrissa and the collapse of the Spire, but Party hasn't figured out quite where to go next. And so, you all searched the city, exploring all the parts they had not yet, and when you'd scoured every available inch, you still were unsure of where to go next. We rejoined the adventure in a very large circular room, many feet below the surface, where Soria had just come to understand that this is where visitors traveled through when they came to Onristo. Sort of a customs, as we might think of it today. And that's where the story resumes. So while we're in this room, I do have one question. When this spire was down, because we're directly under it, right? Like this round room, it looks like this, we're, we're seeing the inside hollow section of the spire below, above us. That's a pretty darn reasonable conclusion, yeah. So does the spire just grow magically, or does it slide down into this room? Well, when we were here before, before the spire was up, the spire was not here, was it? I don't think we ever came here before we rose, raised the spire. Oh. So this is a spire storeroom. Uh, well, I don't... What? <laughs> so this is where people buy spires? No. Or to buy the idea of a spire. They could be inspired here. Well, I'm not inspired at all. I can't even inspire confidence right now. I think now. we technically all have damn inspiration right now. What I do know. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> is that Sorry, what are you talking about? <laughs> we have... <laughs> We have gone everywhere. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I sounded like a doll at the end of those sessions. <laughs> well, this is one way to have a short rest no, while so we sit and, and speculate about. I, I, the, I've, made, I've made a list. Spires. I've made a list of things to do. Oh, what are those things? So. We have that shield under the water, that like glowy, that like impenetrable shield that's under that waterfall. This is true. That we need to figure out what's the deal with that. If we're following the story of the ziggurat, we either have to bring down the tower or somehow symbolically collapse on Rissa. I think. Um, as was not as I totally remembered and wasn't pointed out to me by David Long, there is a library in the council hall that now that it's powered might be accessible. Yes, Nines is famous for remembering where libraries are. And then we can also try and talk to that hologram in the battle chamber or check out the infinite time chamber again. <laughs> Either of those rooms or both. So what is it you think we should do first? I don't know. Ah. Well, well how, close I... is, uh, how close is the pool? 
Where are we? We in are in relation to the rest of the map. We are in the lowest level of the harbor. Um, we're just off of the harbor in the lowest level, which means we have a direct line up to the council chamber. Um, going upstairs. Would, um, uh, would you like to see the map so you can get, you'd asked where you're in, you are in relation to the pool? Bring that up here. Are you talking about the pool with the shield in it? Yeah, let's find you one. I think it's... That we just abandoned. It's just down that hallway there to the left, to the west. This, this is the room that you all are in now, a large circle room, that, as far as you can tell, sits directly beneath the spire above. This room over here, just to the southwest a little bit, that's the pool room that you are referring to. So that's where, that's where you are. And you're currently there. So the spire... Here's a couple other options I've been sort of thinking through. This spire is hollow. If we took a short rest, I could turn into a spider and climb up the inside of the spire and see what's up there. It might be important inside to see what's up. Inside the hollow of part of the spire. I have no idea if that is just a giant red herring, though. Um... There was another one, but now my mind is racing with so many possibilities, I forget what it was. So in your history, yeah, when the city was destroyed, was the spire brought down then? So the spire coming down would be a symbol of the city being destroyed, which is the last bit on the, the last mission we had. Yes, but my my clan's stories about the collapse are a little hazy about what happened what's the specifics of it mm -hmm. the the city was destroyed by someone that they just called the enemy it was some sort of outside force go off screen and there's this page that depicts it and there's this orange cat with just like fire just, running around just burning bottles of <laughs> chateau de etanol well we had no success with the pool. It was almost as frustrating as trying to get through bars. Well, we can check it quick since we're here. Okay. Well, let we us do that quickly. party and see everything. We could do that. I think we'll check the shield quick. If it hasn't changed at all, I'm guessing that maybe this is where we could go after. Because Brukellian, from I'm inferring, is burrowing down because we saw him start to do that. And, and whatever is like below us is where he's heading towards. Okay, let us go to this pool room. The right. pool room! We'll go check the shield, see if anything's changed with it. You make your way through the caverns and back to the pool room. See anything changed there? Looks to be the same. How long has it been since our last meal? Your last meal? Ever. Here's a biscuit. I mean, it's been a while. Well, I'm gonna drink from that pool. Okay. I'm gonna my kitty drink. Mm -hmm. Um. This is a good idea. Let us all drink from the pool. <laughs> Not that it's, way. It's fresh water. It tastes um a little a little minerally. It's got kind of a strong iron flavor to it, like a lot of natural wells do but you know it's clean and refreshing 
good water. Well, let's head up. See quick. We have to go up through the council chamber area anyway to get to the upper city. And then we can check the library. We can we can just see if the library is opened on the way there. It, it might just be there protected for longevity and not be related to this, but we'll see. Otherwise, do you want to check? Do you want to go talk to that hologram in the war room? War pyramid thing? Battle pyramid? I don't know what you're calling it. Battle pyramid? Battle I like that. Battle well, let us <laughs> let us discuss these options as we make our way to the council chamber. All right, we're going up to that abjurated library in the council hall. Okay, let me just scroll back there, cause you know, want to make sure that. And get yeah, the right we could desperately use a long rest, but I don't think we have time. Because if Brukelian gets his hands on another or out mall, he's just going to disappear. Isn't that a good thing, though? If he disappears, I mean, he's dead. No, escape from here. Oh. You probably should have just said that. <laughs> that is being dramatic. So, you are now back at that library that you'd found in the council, well, in the city council hall. You're in front of it. I check it, see it, check it for magic. Is it still all abjurated and locked shut? Mm -hmm. Yep, still abjurated and locked shut. That's what I thought. If only we waited until dawn and I could just teleport in there. Do we have time Maybe. to wait about 18 hours? Abjuration <laughs> magic might stop you from teleporting in there. Um, all right. So, if you are saying that the spire needs to come down, yeah, should we go back to the room where we had pushed it up? It is right next door. Like, we're like right, right one room adjacent. Do you want to try and destroy the model of it? Yeah, sure! <laughs> I go into the room to start destroying that model. Or we could just release <laughs> it and descend it again. No, boring! You got first idea in mind! <laughs> I follow behind. So, Nines, you are in that room. I, I come in this room. Just to see what's happening. How do you want to attempt to destroy the spire? Well, well, how big is this thing? So, the room, as I described it, it's about like 100 feet up above you. It's a very tall chamber. And that spire comes down uh, until it's about 30 feet above you. And you had sort of a rope structure that you'd strung along and you'd gotten Soria as an ox in there and at that point I just went sure whatever yeah, we made it Ali Ali oxen free now there doesn't have to be a giant rock on a rope that if we pull a string it will just swing into the tower and we just missed that entirely because we didn't inspect the room. <laughs> well, now that you mention it, there is a giant rock a that looks like positioned perfectly. Well, then I activate the rock. <laughs> it's also painted orange and has a cat face on front of it where there's no... Why don't we, why don't, why don't yes. we symbolically lower the tower by releasing the ropes that we have pulled down? Well, okay. How will we do that? We can't untie them. 
Can I reach the ropes? Where are they up to? We, we, didn't we tie them all down on like all the benches and stuff to keep it held down? Yeah, you did. You you just okay. constantly anchored all of them down because, <laughs> because the way that not? these these hooks they, they slid up. down, but they also mm -hmm. rose back up to their when they're resting when they're position. Released, so we didn't want them released. Yeah, because okay. you needed to lower the spire down lower. Um, I begin to I untie the ropes. Okay, you're doing a good job, Elsa. I am great with knots, to and from. <laughs> you untie all to have or to have not. You undo all of your hard work. Not all of it. They are still all connected. And you need to keep the ropes, Elsa. <laughs> and release all of the knots that have been holding these ropes down and anchoring the spire into its lower position. The spire in the Mosaic above you starts rising. I want to look outside and see what's happening to the spire outside. You, you know, I mean, sure, you could probably get out there quick enough to see this happen. I figured I had time to get out there while he was untying. Uh, the spire is slowly sinking, sinking, kind of shrinking in mass a bit. Okay. So it's definitely and then a when grower, it, not a shower. And then when it. <laughs> It reaches the resting point again, the the starting position here. It it's back to the size that you had first seen it, which is as tall as you remember. There's all these pillars around the city, and this one is different. Mm -hmm. Looks like a spire rather than a large pillar, and it's now back to being about the same height as the rest. Do you want to go back to the spire storeroom to see if it is there? <laughs> the welcoming room, yeah. Yes. I think we should check there. Okay. See if it's changed, because if I'm, I'm almost picturing like the room descending with it, and now maybe there's another room partway up the spire. Let us go see, or we'll just find a giant wall. I'm guessing the wall. Let's go down to where the we're going back to that welcoming room with the arch. After having completed all of your undoing, your Control Z, you <laughs> head back down into the. Customs room, and you notice that it has changed. It has changed. The spire is that cavity above is now a little lower and a little smaller in some of its proportions. It all seems in line with the shifting of that spire. So, so there's nothing else that's different. That big hollow area is more full now, or something? Was that like where? No, I didn't say it's more full. I just said the spire has changed size, so it's smaller and shorter and uh, above. Uh, above and the cavity above you reflects that change. Okay, but the cavity itself, but the room didn't change. The room in, where in didn't change, other than up on the roof. Yeah, the the space that the spire occupies. What I'm trying to describe here is that the spire has changed, and that change is reflected in the ceiling above you, but there's not, like, extra material or something. So it actually shifted. It didn't lower, necessarily, as much as it did just shrink. Yeah. So what does the ceiling above us look like now? It's very similar to what it did 
before, just closer and smaller in scale. It's a little hard to describe, like, you're looking up into this massive space above you, and it kind of falls into this inky blackness as it's still, from your depth, it's like a hundred feet more above you. Because you're looking up from somewhere that's probably like 40 to 50 feet below ground, below the surface, where that is also another like 50 plus feet rising, even in its lower position. So you can tell that it's a little smaller, a little lower, but you still can't see like the top of it because it just fades into unlit obscurity up there. Do you want to check the shield thing again? See if that changed it. Let us keep doing these things. <laughs> I think we should go back up, lower it, and then have the captain shoot it. <laughs> With fire. Actually. Oh, well, we're not doing that. I mean, do you want to try shooting this one? Well, it looks very nice, and the bullet might fall and hit me. That can hurt. It might hit Olsef. It could hit Olsef. It could hit you. Oh, that'd be terrible. Let's not do that, then. Yeah. Oh, no. I won't shoot it in here, but if you give me a target to what? shoot at in there, I'll... What? Can it's I... Fun. All right, so when we pull the hooks down, the tower comes up. Mm-hmm. What if we push the hooks up? Is that doable? I don't know. Let's go all the way back to the console chamber. We're getting our cardio in today. Yeah, what does our step counter say right now? <laughs> it says you're not mine, getting a short rest. Mine broke. <laughs> My battery's are. It, it's mine. It says lines all the way across. <laughs> How on brand? It says twenty-nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. <laughs> um, we go back and see if the the hooks go up. Can we try and, like... Push a hook. Do we have, like, a big pole? No. I have a five-foot-long piece of stick. I pull out my uh, my coat rack. I pull out my mop. <laughs> Let's tie them all together. <laughs> how, high, how high in the wall are these hooks? They're, like, 20 feet up, right? Yeah, they're about 20 feet. Yeah. Yeah, but we can take a, we can see if there's like Captain, go push those hooks up. <laughs> um let's, let's play real life to stack these and then we will push lovers. Ah uh, yes, I'll stand on top, we'll stand on the bottom. Um nines, you'll be over there and then sort of idea, I'll knock over tower. <laughs> then we win! Let's let's try it. We need to test the theory at least. So when we look at the hooks. Uh-huh. And they come down. Is there a slot in the wall that we can see into which? Didn't they slide? you describe it as nearly imperceptible? It was nearly imperceptible, but but, at, but once nearly you is not pulling, all the way. It is not all the way. Yeah. Once you started pulling, you became aware of that subtle difference. Mm-hmm. Does it look like there's a slot going up? Mm-hmm. There is. Mm-hmm. How do we? I can't make a reverse ox. <laughs> Well, we still have all the hooks tied together. Yeah, we just undid Sorry, the rope. Sorry, going to turn into an ox. That we're holding him down. That's made of helium. So so we still have the web of ropes. Still have the web of ropes. Yeah. We just untied them from being held down. Mm-hmm. Okay. How the web of ropes goes like 
this and we untie them from going like down. going all across. I'm just going, I can just <laughs> climb these ropes because they're still all tied together. So I, I am very dexterous. I'm going to climb the ropes, one of the ropes, up to the center. Nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. One silver, he doesn't fall. <laughs> <laughs> and make my way hand over hand across the ropes to one of the hooks. Okay. Okay. Plant my feet firmly against the wall and attempt to push the hook up while I hang on to the ropes in case I fall. They're they're not that close to each other, though, so you'd be hanging on to the rope that you're trying to push up. Yeah. They're they're like, the hooks are like 20 feet. (laughs) The the hooks are like 20 feet apart from each other. Yeah, they are. This This isn't good. Yeah. Oh no, I'm I, about I, to lose the silver. I, I, I was about <laughs> to no, no, say. You let him do whatever so he's what, doing. So where are you providing the leverage to hold yourself mm. up? Because you're holding yourself up on the thing that you're trying to push. I up. inspect the wall carefully to see how far up this nearly imperceptible. That's not where we were is. in this process. <laughs> you are already uh, up there. <laughs> as it fades a little bit. Because, you know, it's about 20 feet up. It's a little harder to see than the stuff that comes down closer to you. Mm-hmm. You think that there's... You can see at least half as much track going up. It could be more. There's space on the wall to go higher. But you... It's too subtle to see from the ground. If it goes the full length uh, up as it does down. What are the other things we looked for in this room? <clears throat> There's a bunch of benches, like long benches. Which we can't move. Uh, yeah, well, are these benches, like, adhered to the ground? These were ironwood, right? Yeah, the benches were ironwood. Can we, like, move oh, them? that's right. There's lots and lots. Like you can thing. move them. They're not adhered to the ground. Well, since we have nothing else to do other than to worry about Rukeli and destroying the world... Um, Maybe he'll make get better. No. So let's pile let's pile up some benches <laughs> underneath one of the. Hooks. Well, wait, wait. How long are these benches? Uh, about ten feet long. Can we? It's twenty feet up. Yeah, we can't really stack them on top of each other. If you're good at the stacksies, you could. I'm not good at the stacksies. No. Um, no, we can build. Okay, um, if we have time to do this, we have time to rest. So I'm torn about what? how do we get these hooks to move up. What other rooms were in this general vicinity? There was the room, the courtyard with the tundra large, the fancy office with the heated seats that we stole. There's the library. Um... There's a floor above here, but I don't, I think it was like above and adjacent to the... It is. It's above and adjacent. It's not directly above. Um, Which had all those like offices and the talking stone room, the stone communication room. Okay. We take, I take three of these benches, two benches, since they're 10 feet each. Mm-hmm. and uh, lash them end-to-end. I come down first. I don't do this while I'm up on the ropes. If he just gives up, does that mean I still get the silver? 
And I said if he wouldn't fall. And I'd make them... So make I, him do a dexterity push check. Them, <laughs> I push them... I'm really asking for a dexterity I prop them up against the wall. Okay. Okay. Right under one of the hooks. Okay. And push up on the hook with this with, two stacked... You, There's you, just two that's, of them. And yeah, but they're ironwood. They're real heavy. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to try to stack the ironwood benches. One end to end. End to end. Two of them. Use the wall to keep them from falling over and push up on the hook. How are you going to get this? I could I could allow the first one to get on there because, you know, some leverage. But how are you going to get the second one 10 feet? up they're 10 feet long but when yeah, you say so, you lash them together <laughs> what does that mean like end to end there's two of them so i now have a 20 foot long i take off the unnecessary parts like the legs and stuff so i just have a 20 foot long plank <laughs> i like the assumption that the legs are just removable components of course they are them with my crowbar. Everything here is this is ironwood. It's probably gonna break your crowbar. And go ahead and my, try. And my yeah. hammer. Go ahead and try to remove the legs. What is that? Strength check. Uh, yeah, strength check. What are you using? What implement? I'm using my raven bar first. Okay. I'm whacking at him. Okay. Um, sixteen. You take. Three mighty blows, and then your raven bar cracks in two. Oh. <laughs> As the ironwood seems utterly unfazed. Good thing I kept the crowbar made out of this white marbly stuff. <laughs> Back up. Okay. So this is so how so heavy We have to take a bench. moment. So more in the passing of the raven bar. Yeah. The first real loss from of this the campaign. sewer. Yeah. Is the raven bar gonna be? Like the shards of Narsil. I don't know. Yes, I'm gonna I try and know. I'm gonna try and use <laughs> the Aura Mall to refuse it together. Um, so, does that work? The the, the ten yeah. foot long benches are probably around three hundred pounds each. Okay. So I can manipulate one fairly easily. You could manipulate <laughs> one without all that much difficulty to lean it up against a wall. Okay, and I'm eight foot tall. Um, I make, I use six benches to make steps. I'm gonna look around for- We're gonna put this on for... wheels so we can just <laughs> move it around? Okay. So... I'm gonna be looking around for a storage closet with like some <laughs> conveniently placed 30 foot poles with like U-hooks on the top. Uh-huh, you look for those. I make steps. Wait, how are you making the steps? <laughs> These are benches. I understand that they're benches, but yeah. how are you making the steps? Are you stacking like, so you I have put, like six of them stacked no, no. up? No, like... no, I put three across. Okay. And on top of that, I put two. And then and how are that, you getting one. a whole bench like up in there? <laughs> You're very strong. You are not, you know, like Hulk. <laughs> to carry a whole 300-pound bench like this and just gently rest it on that 
And then You're also... You're just so gentle, I drop it. <laughs> I'm just saying this is going beyond, like, the... Okay. The limits the of the director's slide push here. this up with a bench. I feel like there might be a different solution. We could maybe ask some birds to lift it for us. Can there. you describe this room? It's been a while since we've been in this room and had to solve it in a legitimate way that wasn't just making a lattice work of rope have, and putting an ox on top it of it. In, I'm like, I don't think you've solved it. In it it's solved. It. it was solved. Uh, it, we, per, we progressed in the puzzle. You did. But can you... What else is in this room? So the room has many benches it has clearly the, established the mosaic <laughs> above and they're all heavy they're all heavy very heavy yeah yeah they're uh -huh. iron wood benches there are uh the you might remember that the ceiling is domed okay uh -huh. there's a mosaic above you that has it's a bit of a relief you know that the spire falls down now as you pull those hooks down. Now, you have made a lattice work now of rope. There are uh, banners on the wall. And the camera just gave out and came um, back. Weird. That was odd. I'm going to take a moment to, uh, to check that and figure out why that happened. We'll be right back, folks. Hang on. Um, welcome back, everyone. Sorry for the brief technical interruption there. Don't know what's going on with that camera. No idea. I just uh, wanted to take a break for a minute. It's like, I'd say hello, take a blink. Did we get a short uh -huh. rest? No, you did not get a short rest. <laughs> All right. Thank you, camera. <laughs> How many banners around the wall? Just one for each? There's 21 clans. Yeah. So um, it was 21 banners? Did we ever examine the banners? Yeah, we did. I think just well, they were more engravings than banners, right? Um, yeah. Hmm. Can I touch the banner and imagine the hook? Uh, I mean, you can do that, yeah. I will do that. That's a seven whiz. I mean, that was a weak quiz. You have a, a fairly decent picture of what that might look like in your head. Nothing else happens. Anything else of note in this room? Um, yeah, you're interrupted in the middle I of was, the description. Yes. So there. Um, so in the. Uh, in the center hanging down from the ceiling there's a large like star object that floats above the um, spire. spire and it from your manipulating of this it looks to be independent from the spire but Related to its was position. that the thing that opened up to have the Orat Mall inside? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep, and it's got little spiky bits on it that seem to give sort of a three-dimensional representation of the Osari symbol of unification. 
there's the large council table and the the raised platform in the top like quarter of the room where the council would sit. Uh, there's uh, some like posts, uh, little posts where you might string like uh, a bit of twine or something to mark off like, oh, hey, these seats are reserved or something that kind of sit around each um, bench. Not, it's not a ton of different objects in the room. So the, these clan carvings, I guess, they're mm -hmm. part of the wall, they're not attached as an independent item. Uh, yeah, let me pull up the description here. I mean, okay. So I think the general idea is that, like, a representative from each clan would have pulled down these hooks simultaneously, right? It might have been how they voted. But since we don't have 21 people to operate the hooks... And we can't reach them. Um... Well, I have the stupid plan, and then what is probably more accurate to what we should do plan. Oh, well, then nines, what do you suggest? Which one's faster? Probably the more accurate one. Mm. That's well, unfortunate. We should probably do that one, though. Yes. If we could get some very long pole, we mm. could just push up the center knot and get all the hooks going up simultaneously. Yes. I had attempted to make a pole out of the benches, but I'm, I was told that they were way too I heavy. I feel like we could probably make a pole that's not 300 pounds per 10 feet. Oh, okay. There are lighter materials. There are storerooms around. Um, to the storeroom! <laughs> alternatively, we could wait an hour. I could turn into a wolf spider, a giant wolf spider. Nines could ride on my back while chewing a lot of gum. We could push each hook up one at a time and jam gum underneath it in order to keep them going up. What do you think about that? Are you up for chewing gum? It's still pretty good. I go to the center console, council table and... Grab a fistful of gum. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Those are our options, as far as I can tell. Right. Now. Well, since these hooks must can go up, they must go up. So let uh, let us go to the storeroom where we found all of these ropes. That's a way over in the keep. Uh, let us be closer, storeroom. This seems like important stuff. You have explored other rooms in this place, and there wasn't. Uh, like 30 foot long cleaning poles and stuff like that, so. Don't they have a swimming pool in this city? Yeah. <laughs> and we not can grab the, the not skimmer. The <laughs> I like the, the flimsy aluminum skimmer pole is your so like, that That's the only thing you can think of that's very pole, long. Right? Yeah. Can I see it? All right. It's made from the tree that is a tundra tree. Yeah. I'm going to... I want, all right. I'm going to need your everyone's help here. All of my best friends, right, Captain? Mm-hmm. Best friends. I'm going to set that stick directly under the knot. I'm going to pull out my the section of Orat Mall. I know it's not a complete Orat Mall. Mm-hmm. And let us all 
picture this branch of the tundra larch growing into a tall, majestic tree directly under this knot, at least 30 feet tall, maybe taller. Yes. Well, shall we try to do Can that? We, do you want to try it that? It is either that or you must chew all of the gum in this place. Uh, like you, my, my cheeks are already <laughs> full. <laughs> okay. That's our backup plan, so you have that started. Okay. Yeah, let's try that. There's a lot of saliva right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perhaps you could make a giant bubble. <laughs> Do you, you Tabaxi's breathe helium, right? We could use those to lift just the floating up. <laughs> floating up. The inhale oxygen, exhale helium. Now if it was hydrogen, you could try, breathe. Let us try the we tree growing. Alright. So I'm holding this branch of the tundra larch directly under it. Out. We're oh. all putting our hands on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to focus the energy of the Orop Mall to imagine and and to reshape this branch into how it would be in full at the height of its life. Fully grown. Okay. Um, sure. Give it a try. Everyone make a wisdom check. Okay, don't sound nice at the captain as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's your best friend. He's helping out. I got a 14. 13. 26. Make us look bad. Yeah. I'm very wise. I'm surprisingly wise. <laughs> as you focus your energies on this very nice walking stick, or at least what could be a very nice walking stick, it begins to shift and grow. It becomes larger and thicker and climbs. It begins to branch out further. It is a dead piece of wood and is... The Aura Mall is unable to restore life. It can reshape things. It climbs higher and higher pushing further, and turns into a large tree, about 30 feet tall, and its branches are pushing up against the ropes. The the branches sort of give way under the ropes. There's not quite enough tension between the pressure of these dead branches can provide and the ropes are applying back to it. But it has moved it up a little bit. A couple of feet. Also, I've got there and finished the job! So have the hooks moved up then too? Yeah, in Not relation to the little bit that these but tree branches Maybe now you can stand on top, up in the tree and push up. Mm-hmm. Are you sure it's safe? Should we put an ox in the tree first? <laughs> um, Sorry about your stick. If it holds ox, it holds horses. <laughs> I believe that I could probably get another stick from this tree after we are done. Well, maybe, yeah. No, it's like my coat rack. I take the coat rack. <laughs> I reach into your bag and pull out the coat rack. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I was carrying your coat and rack. And I, I climb the tree. Okay. With coat rack in hand. Co- well, we I, can throw it to you. I'm just, just to extend. Not I'm like just it's an extending. axe. <laughs> 
and I climbed the tree underneath the center of all the ropes. Anyone else imagine Olsef with a coat rack in his teeth? Just how <laughs> high I push it up as high as I possibly can. I want you to make an athletics check to see how you climb a tree with a metal coat rack. <laughs> to see how this goes. Uh, 13. Not bad. You managed to climb up there and make yourself stable enough. Now make an athletics check to see how well you do using the coat rack to push it up and above your head. Uh, 17. Okay. You successfully managed to not fall flat on your face from a height of about 18 feet up. Which is good. That would have hurt quite a bit. You push these things up, and the spire in the ceiling lowers down until it dissipates into this ragged pile of rubble that's now on the mosaic rather than any spire. Just like the fall. Wait, did you bet he was going to fall or not? Did the hooks I move? bet that he wasn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, the hooks moved. I hand you one And silver. the spire that was hanging down is now... It went back up into the ceiling, mm-hmm. and it's now just this little... It's depicting a pile of rubble. It's depicting, so the pile of yeah. rubble is on the ceiling. Yes. If you release it, does it come back down, or is it locked in place? I don't know. I slowly let it down to see what happens. Just like in the other directions... It is returning to a resting position. What happens to the spire? It starts shifting back to its resting position. So we need to hold it up. Also, if you hold it up, we'll figure out what to do next. Yeah, just wait there. Take a long rest. (laughs) I hold it it up, making it all rubbly. Okay. I have succeeded in destroying the city of Anvista. (laughs) (laughs) Anvista. Also, it wasn't nice this time. (laughs) <laughs> three for three! <laughs> so, now, okay, we have to figure out how... I'm glad this coat rack is not made of ironwood. We need to somehow hold these ropes up. Well, can't we just get the next part of the puzzle? And leave all stuff here? No, we get the piece of the puzzle, and then we leave. Well, there's an mole here. We'll just need that. There's been, like, things that have unlocked while they're in position, though. That we would need the whole group to go to. Look at her just wallowing in our misery. All right. I'm not wallowing. Uh, can I? I'm playfully dancing back and forth in your misery. Also, while you're up there, do you see any long branches that have a nice Y shape on the end? Do I see any long branches that have a nice Y shape that I could use? That if they were cut off or broken off, that I could use to uh, wedge this up rather yeah. than a, co- a heavy metal coat rack. Can, can you use your or a mall to extend the coat rack into the tree? I'm not using the or mall on your coat rack. Why not? <laughs> Does it have limited charges? So, are there any yeah. branches? There's lots of branches on this tree. Yeah. Okay. We can take these branches, you could cut them off or break them off. We could lash them together since I have... You have lashing things to I have, lash, I have things with which to lash you them. You can lash a lot of them. 
yes, not that. And uh, make make a tie it to the tree, a sturdy part of the tree, so that it can hold it up. We can do that. I need somebody to come up here. You who are not on the tree, you who are down below the tree. I think he's talking about you nines. And the captain and you. Are you looking for someone to help you? What I wish to do is to use some branches of this tree uh, to make a prop to continue to hold up the, the spire that I was holding. So you're trying to make me lose my coat rack? No, I am attempting to get the coat rack back by replacing it with lashed branches. Someone come and help me! <laughs> nice. You're good at climbing things. I go up the tree. Begrudgingly. I rolled oh, that once. <laughs> I bet nine's will fall. <laughs> nine starts climbing the tree. Unenthusiastically. It's about three feet up. Just a panic scrabble. It's like holding on like this and just slides back down to the base. You are captain, who must not be named. I'm sorry, I can't get over what I just witnessed. Uh, that was the most pathetic thing I think I've ever seen. Well, you show yes. me how it's done, then. Yes. So cute. You are a captain who must not be named. Do you think that you could do better than Nines had done? I think a drunken squirrel could. Ah, sorry. sorry. Uh, <laughs> I need a short rest to turn into a squirrel. I go outside to find a squirrel and I pour out some of my endless ale. I don't. <laughs> We're in a jungle. I don't think they have squirrels uh -oh. here. Did we see any squirrels on the way here? You are a captain who was happy named. He's already up the tree. In the absence of a drunk... Oh! <laughs> Thank you for coming up here. That was much better than Nine's climb. I climb <laughs> up and down ship masts all the time. Ah. Do you guys need an axe up there? And you are familiar with the lashing with ropes of branches and, and poles, are you not? Yes, yes. Ah. What we are attempting to do, and I explain what's going on so we don't have to go through it all again, the captain and I lash together a support to continue holding up the thing that we're holding up. The tree, now in large part bare from all of the broken branches. You turned it into a bear. Uh, Just in large so part, it has slots left to do that still. <laughs> <laughs> you, you managed to make uh, a series of shorter and longer branches that create a support structure to hold the the ropes up. Ah, you are a captain who must not be named. You are quite good at this. Thank you very much. It's always helpful when the DM grows bored of the players failing around. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Why does everyone keep talking like that? On the way down, I look for a very a five foot long, very straight piece of this wood that would be a good walking stick. Uh, sure, yeah. I was afraid you were gonna make me roll for it, but just in case. You just wanted to roll? No, I wanted to make sure that it was a very good one. And? 19. It's pretty good. Okay. So fine. am I still just like... Holding? Just yeah. holding on You didn't say you <laughs> If only we had a raven bar to pry you off. <laughs> 
You're you could be wherever you want to be right now. Oh, I want my coat rack back. The I... coat rack is currently integral to the support structure above. It is retrievable, but it is part of the structure holding all of that up. Damn. Okay, we are back down. I sadly walk away from my... Did you try to make another climb check? No, no, I was... <laughs> I don't know what the role was, but I failed. I would out. like so. I'm not getting my coat wrap back. I would like to go outside and look at the main spire. What spire? Is it spire gone completely, or is, is it a, a ruin? It's just a pile of rubble on the ground right now. Well, let's check out the rubble. Yeah, let's check the rubble. And walk away from my beautiful coat rack that saved the party and got us to move forward. An know. integral part. Of our solution. We solved the puzzle the exact way the DM intended it, too, I'm sure. You know, I, there's been worse. Like an ox? Like an ox? We needed an anti-ox. A dent. An anti-oxidant? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's head, we're heading towards the rubble. So is there no coat racks in this room where a bunch of people gather? <laughs> there's more coat racks. I grab a coat. Wait, is there one as nice as the one I just lost? Is there an ironwood coat rack? Nope. None of them are as nice. I throw a tantrum and break all the coat racks. <laughs> They're all made of super ironwood. You can't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, now there's just a bunch of coat How racks. How nice was that coat rack? <laughs> <laughs> that was made of super adamantine. Is lighter than air. <laughs> if it was lighter than air, if it was lighter than air, we did not need the tree. We could have just had it float up. <laughs> Why did we not know that? Could you not tell? <laughs> How come we didn't notice his coat racks is floating right. in the sky? Yeah. Ah. You, you can find a coat rack if you want another one. I grab a coat rack. I just and enjoy I, fucking with you. I put it. No, in your... you carry it. <laughs> I carry a coat rack with me. So outside. we are. Yeah. So there's when we are outside, there is actual rubble on the ground now. Yeah, there's actual rubble on the ground. I would like to go in and look through it, maybe around the core of it. Okay. See if there's like maybe an ore out mall piece. There's a floating bit that's kind of this spherical blobby shape. I'll hold out the other part to it and touch it. It slowly absorbs into the larger collection. Does this look like an action, a full Orat Mall yet, or am I, is it? Not yet. Okay. It's still... It, you don't know how large an Orat Mall should be, but you've felt the energy coming off of them. This does not feel like that. So, Zoria, what did you find? We got another piece. Oh, that is very good. Do you know how many more we might need? No. Can it make us have a long rest or equivalent? Um, I don't know. Do you want to try? It will not give you guys a, sh <laughs> a long or short rest. That's so. I am that still is puzzling. not how that works. I am still puzzling. I believe there were. No, we finished the puzzle, Seth. Yes, but I believe that there were were seven. Seven images, each of which was part of a piece of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. 
but we have received only three Arat malls instead of one from each. Why? Yeah, that there wasn't anything saying that we would get one from each. You said that last time I had asked. <coughs> but I am just wondering if perhaps we had missed parts of them. Well, now that this is rubble and it's been lowered, do you want to check the archway room and the shield again <laughs> to see if those have changed? Was there anything else in your story? The only thing afterwards on the ziggurat was a combined image of all... Of all seven of them. Of all seven of the stories. Is there any noticeable change to the ziggurat that we can see from this distance? Not from this distance. You can see the ziggurat. It seems to be all lit up in that central plaza there. Since we're here, I'm going to run up and see if anything's changed on it. It is good that you are doing that. If you had asked nines to go, we would never have seen the top. I know. I would like to climb up to the top of the ziggurat. Do we all have to climb up? Not if you don't want to. Oh, thank God. I will come up with you. I go window shopping. <laughs> okay. You're shopping for windows. The ziggurat, as you One. climb it, doesn't seem any different than before until you reach the top. Nines, and like, you I notice, don't know, until you better get up here. And you notice I start that walking up the ziggurat. Seven of the eight paths are... I had described them previously as having a subtle illumination to the drawings, to the inlays that can only be seen from the top of the ziggurat. One path remains illuminated, the others are dimmed. What path is illuminated? The amalgamation of all the images. All right, sorry, I'm here. What's so important? Look at these lights. <laughs> yes, they're very nice. Is there any change to the symbol of unification in the center? Um, no. Okay. When we had visited the ziggurat earlier, I noted that number eight, which is the amalgamation of them all, mm -hmm. did not point exactly northeast, but was north-northeast. It was like all of the rest of them were precise, but this one was slightly, uh, slightly off. Is it still that way? Yes, the, the ziggurat has not changed shape. Hmm. What's the north northwest of the ziggurat? North northeast. North northeast. What's? That's we, not what I asked. But no, you asked north northwest. <laughs> north northwest is the temple. Okay. What about north northeast? If I look right in line with this stairwell of the ziggurat, do we see anything different? Interesting. So, wait. Which direction are you looking at the ziggurat? Where the number eight. The one that is not northeast, the one that is slightly, slightly off. Not off, unlike the others, which are precise. I mean, from that view angle, you see through the jungle and 
Um, it has a view out to the sea. Can we see the map of the city? Mm-hmm. Do you remember what was underneath that part of the city? Underneath the ziggurat? No, in the direction this, of that area, what's underneath there? There's not much of anything. There's nothing special in that direction. So it just goes out into the sea? I mean, here's the... Here's that position. It goes out there and... Um, based on how things are positioned here, you have a reasonable belief that an entrance to the docks is somewhere within, you know, this region of the city, somewhere in there. There's probably some sort of large well-hidden cave, perhaps an illusion to conceal the entrance. Um, over in this northern space, down to about there, that's all pretty thick jungle. Down here is fairly thick jungle. Um, this here is where the city, and, and indeed all around this part here, that sort of eastern part of the city is more like up against the sea. It's on a cliff. It's really easy to tell. You know that you're higher up here than you were when you landed on the island. You were climbing up. Mm. Um, by the main gate, there's a fairly large clearing there. I'm just describing all of the surroundings of this city. Wasn't well, the sky in that direction. In which direction? North, northeast. Mm. Partly cloudy. Is it at least a pleasant day? Yeah. A little humid because it's a jungle. Yeah, it's a little humid. On a tropical island. Okay, but there's nothing in that direction. We don't see any towers. We don't see any buildings of note. We and see that one be, thing at the intersection, but that's not in line. To be fair, there is one tower right there, but it's. Yeah. Not quite. It's not like aligned. You can see the other towers are all aligned much more closely with mm -hmm. that. That one is off. That one's like where it should be, but not where it is. Mm-hmm. Can we move it? Or is it to move a tower? Ah. We've done that twice already, right? Um, um I I would like to go examine go down that road and examine that tower. Okay. You are it takes you a little bit to get there, winding your way through the city, and you are in front of that tower now. It looks much like the other pillars around the city. Is there an entrance? No, none of the pillars have had entrances. Mm -hmm. Can we imagine an entrance? You can always imagine an entrance. I touch it and imagine an entrance. Make a wisdom check. 16. Um... You form a pretty decent idea of a door, but you don't see anything shifting dramatically within the, the tower. I imagine the tower going from here to over here. So that it's in okay. line with the ziggurat stairs. Yes. Sure, sure. I'm using the power of my imagination. I got an 18. You 
in the past, I have described when you're trying to imagine something very difficult to do, uh, you get kind of a almost a resistance back, and you feel that now. There's a bit of a resistance being uh, received on your end. There's this resistance to it growing a giant pair of legs and walking over someplace. Yes. Sorry, I help me with this. No. <laughs> do you, do we remember what's underneath that tower? That tower, there's not much under there. I think the tower, I don't think we, I think we should go down and check the lower chambers. We want to, yeah, I mean, there's one thing left and it was weird to begin with. Well. And it was going to be the very first thing that we ever did. Another. We decided not to. Well, there's a few things we can do. Check here. We can check that this, the time chamber could represent all of these story elements happening simultaneously. We might get long rest out of it. It's also directly underneath the ziggurat, from what I can tell. Yeah. Well. But let me keep. Yes. We can also check the round chamber. That did change a little now that we've lowered the tower even further. And there's also that shield that we don't know what that's protecting. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, let us go. I think the shield will be most frustrating. So we might save that for later. Let's go to the time chamber. I want to check something there. Okay. If you think that there is something to be done, let us do that. You go to the time chamber. Is Is there still that receptacle with a crystal for the crystal in the center? Yeah, that's... Uh, kind of reset. Okay. Since you put your little crystal in, your crystal disappeared into the larger device, and now there's a little receptacle there. But we had found it in the little side chamber again. Mm-hmm. All right. Before, I could put the test crystal in, but I'm actually, we're all here. Yes, Captain? Yes, I'm here. I'm going. Who's present? I set the Orat Mall into the... Okay. You drop the Orat Mall in and... It's a little jiggle. Nothing. Nope. It's just how we're in there. Looking. Okay. I'll pull it out. Oh, that was the only crystal that was intact, was it? No, I still have the one we ran before. <laughs> and I set that in. You set the one you had before? The test crystal. Okay. The crystal sinks down into the platform. And you hear a, just like you had before, kind of a booming voice. You don't understand what it says, but nothing else happens. It doesn't engage the program. Mm-mm. Probably thinks we passed it and we don't need to do it again. Mm, that is why we have these badgers. And the crystal's gone. And the crystal's gone, yes. Hmm. All right, let's check the lower area, maybe. Yes? 
What do you think? Which everyone? lower area? Which lower area are we the, looking at? The, the archway chamber. chamber. Well, we think Bertalian's going down, so... Bertalian's going, going down, and we need to go down. <laughs> He's are going talking, down, and then we're going to take him. The wel- yeah, the welcome chamber. That space? Okay. Yeah. Sure. I'll show the map. The For viewers, you're going back to the kind of third underground layer, the lower level of the docks, and you're heading back to the customs room, as I'll call it. Um, you head back down there, and again, above, you see that the ceiling has changed. It now looks almost flat above you, rather than an arch to sort of spire vaulting into the sky. This looks like a flat ceiling. Still high above you. Probably 40 to 50 feet range, but... Shall we say that that shield is gone? Sure. Yeah, we are running out we of things to, check to do. All of them. So um, we'll go in, check that shield. So as I recall, so the, heading last, back to the, the last pool two drum, times, right? yeah. yeah, the last two times we had no clue about what to do. Yeah. And we just wandered around. Yeah, and got almost yeah. eaten by a fungus monster. Yeah. Or once before, we were we went to Safety Inc., and it was of no use. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe we I'll, should... Also, poke the shield. Poke the shield is what? I don't know, a sword, whatever. So you... Can I do a coat rack? So you're heading back to that... <laughs> to that pool room, where there's the under, under the floor waterfall yeah. with the shield. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I just want to make you guys are deliberating here, so I want to make yeah. sure you yes. are all I, I in the same. I poke it gently with my trident. Well, let's see if there's anything changed first. When you re-enter that room, there's no longer a pool. The pool's drained. No, there's no longer a pool. Oh. There is a spiral set of stairs that leads downward. Oh. Well, there's no pool here. Let's go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> you were hoping for a swim. <laughs> no, oh, we came to go to the pool. It's not here, so we have to do something else. <laughs> All right, let's go down the stairs. I think we've we're we're getting close because Brukellian's going down, and <laughs> we're going yeah, down. No, we're, we're going all down. going down. Well, that's the same direction. That's all we can say about that. Well, this is a new area, though. Yes, and we are not rested, and we have no spells. And I'm at half health. Most of us are. I'm well, we're pretty good, actually. You. You're what? I'm setting up the map for you. Okay. I got 18 out of 22. Wow. You are most healthy. Yeah, no one wanted to hit me last time. I don't know why. Hmm. Yeah, someone hit me. I don't know who. Well, no, I actually get to a lot. Sorry, you just used all her uh, spell spells on me. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I don't. Happened, yeah. I honestly don't remember who I healed in that fight. I just it was it was mostly was me because none of the rats could pierce Olsef, but every rat <laughs> could pierce mine. To you. Yes, this new armor you've told me to get is cursed. <laughs> well, no, it just smells it's like rat, rat traction. Rat attraction. Yeah. The it's just, it's not magic. The but room it may as well be. All right. The room that you enter into, unlike the areas above. There's far less indication that there was ever any civilization here. 
The walls have all crumbled around. Only little shards of what once would have been gleaming white walls now remain. Water flows down nearly every vertical surface. And when you reach the bottom of the stairs, it ends right next to a pool of water. This room is craggy and empty. And save for some lichens growing in this dark space, there's hardly anything else in here. This area appears to be almost entirely natural cave. And here's what it looks like. Or at least the representation on the map of it. So, we're down and there. There's an outlet leading away from this room in its northwest corner. Well, Nines, at least we have found a pool. You should poke with your stick. Actually, I should. I should examine the pool. Um, I've, I poke around in the pool with my trident. Okay. Wait, you had a trident and you couldn't push the ropes up with that? Uh, I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't... <laughs> it's gonna be all Seth walking around with what I have described several times as a seven-foot-plus-long trident. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect like <laughs> to be actually to be very honest when I looked in my inventory for something else and I saw a trident my first reaction was <laughs> guess what I'm gonna hear from people uh, yep. guess what sorry is gonna say uh, yep <laughs> and you uh, I was sitting here like I designed this puzzle around the idea that they they have this propensity for keeping long implements. <laughs> I know that he has a trident. He's been carrying with him for quite a few sessions, like twenty sessions. Yeah. Good and, thing I didn't use it there because I wouldn't have it now. <laughs> and this, this was that was great. Yeah, I have to thank you. I was thank waiting. you for uh, noticing that. <laughs> and it's so perfect that you're like, uh, I guess I'll poke it with my trident now. You could have kept hiding. But I could have. You, you chose the honest path, and we thank you for that. That's, you that's brightened, part of the code. You have brightened part of my code. If you have a trident, don't hide it. <laughs> You've made it a brighter day for everybody. <laughs> As you poke the water with your trident, it's a pool of water. How deep is it? A few inches. Oh, it's a little... Much like the pool above that was much more formed and, you know, kind of crafted with yeah. tile work. This is the this, natural cave equivalent of this, that same Does the shape. water seem fresh and clear? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, old stuff. The water is moving and you suspect that there's probably small seams or maybe a hole somewhere around there that allows the water to continue flowing, but it, you know, has pooled here, and it seems fresh. Is Stormgrimmy in that pool? Don't see anything. Stormgrimmy is not a few inches big. It's really hard to keep track of how big Stormgrimmy actually is. Why? Well, Stormgrimmy is a magical creature. <laughs> 
Sturmgrimmy can be many things. You've heard of Sturmgrimmy? How Sturm do you know about Sturmgrimmy? You've told me about Sturmgrimmy. <laughs> Just because we talk about Sturmgrimmy all the time. You, you've talked many times about Sturmgrimmy. I believe that we've even seen Sturmgrimmy once uh, in the Pirate Lord Ira's tomb. Um, was that Sturmgrimmy? It might have been. I was led to believe it was Sturmgrimmy. I do believe that Sturmgrimmy saved our lives that day. He does seem quite large, but you've also described him as uh, having innate magical powers. I believe that Sturmgrimmy could be in any pool of water. Anyone? We should have checked that toilet. <laughs> the rest of the campaign is going to be you guys going around, yeah, the, looking at every puddle. time there's a toilet. Sturmgrimmy? <laughs> Sturmgrimmy? Sturmgrimmy, are you in there? You yeah, we tried stick, other things, like just to, putting a raw chicken in the toilet. Yeah, or you could stick your face Sturm in the water and go, <laughs> Should I try that? Yeah. I shove my face in the water and say, Sturmgrimmy! <laughs> I put my trident away where no one can see it. <laughs> where is that? Is it collapsible? Here and I. Do you just like throw it out the window in this cave? Nice. I know you that you guys don't have his head. character sheet, but the best like metagame part of this is that your characters definitely would have seen the trident on his back. <laughs> oh, yeah. All of you, <laughs> captain included, just went. Hmm. Let's see the coat back. <laughs> you know, maybe if we reshape this tree into a larger thing. Ah, <laughs> uh, metagaming nice. is hilarious. Yes. Do you want to put your coat rack in my bag? <laughs> Shove it into the bag. We might need you to be mobile <laughs> coming up here. Um, so there's nothing else in this room, and there's no nothing in the pool except fairly decent cave water. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go northwest. Yeah. I'll take my glass and I will get some water, and I can drink it on the way over. Yeah. Yeah. You You don't want to use your And I made potato leek soup, and no one had any, except for me. Do you still have some? No. (laughs) We fought a giant fungus monster between. I'm just what? getting this nap else? right. I don't have the magic knife that makes food out of nothing. Oh. Say salami. You who are nines. Salami! You travel along these natural corridors for quite some time. <laughs> Weaving in and out in different directions. And you can tell that this may never have been shaped into... Um, the rest of the city above. You don't see signs of rubble like you had in other parts. It seems very natural. There are small chambers that you pass by, that you enter into, all of them looking fairly similar to the one before them. Not much to remark upon. And then you come to a fork in the path. I pick up the fork. It's a little dirty, but it's uh, still serviceable. You, you figure if you took some steel wool to it, it'd probably be fine. Can I actually put Cave's fork into my inventory? <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, you, you have a cave fork. You never know when you may need a fork. You could go up to someone and say, You come to oh, that fork in the fork. you. When going south, when continuing due east. Oh. So the temple should be no- southeast from here, assuming orientations are about right. 
So either of these paths could be yes going the right way. Nines, south or east? South. We go south. Okay. I point my fork towards the south. All says you go first. Captain, you who are not <laughs> named. Uh, yes. You know the routine. You go first. <laughs> Why am I always the one going first? Because you're really good at spotting traps. Oh. Yes, that does make sense. Which is why we never check for traps, ever, anywhere we go. You come to a large chamber, and again, it's fairly nondescript. Look around for a moment, you see water running down some of the walls. Not cascading quite so much as the room you entered into this area in. Then you continue on. Finding the path and continuing back eastward. It looks like it was just a div- little diversion from the main path. And you come to another fork in the road and you can go north or you can go south now. Can we see the map? Yeah. Well, let's backtrack quick just to fill in that little space. Okay. I'm just making sure. So we took the scenic route. We took the scenic route. And then route. we went back and did the main route and then went back and went back to the south fork. is it's another fork. South is theoretical. You want this one too? Uh, is this a fork as good as the other fork? It's a little better. Uh, I'll just swap out the forks. Okay. <laughs> a slightly nicer cave fork. Yeah, Fall Muppet movie joking, right? Okay, delete cave fork. Add in slightly better cave <laughs> fork. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the important accounting work. Um, North or south? South is. Probably where we want to go if it's if it's under the ziggurat, but it might not be. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where we are. North might be surface. north might be more in the direction of the staircase on the ziggurat. That went north northeast. Yeah, north. Let us go north. You want to go All north? Right. Okay. Continue sniffing air for any scent of. Uh, Fungus slime monsters. Oh yeah, it's good to keep an eye and a nose out for that. that. Yeah. Any. You enter. Any eye smellers. The largest chamber watchers. that you've been in in this area. It's fairly cavernous. Spreads out in front of you. Air is a bit stale this far into this cave system. Smells like limestone in here. You don't see any sort of molds or funguses growing here. So, although it smells stale, it doesn't smell like death. The room has a little bit of water pooling in its floor, but other than that, it seems to be empty. That's that's where you are. The stormy roomy in this one. Uh, why don't you check? Shove your face in there. I'll shove my face in there, why not? Okay. You, you, <laughs> you, don't, you don't see or hear from Sturmgrimmy here. Oh. Alright, so um, here's a question. Do we want to try and take a short rest here, or do we want to push ahead? I do believe we need a very much short rest. 
at least get something back. You could use some hit dice to heal, right? I think I have two left, whatever they And And Nines can maybe. perform a song to help us heal a little, right? Yes, I can do that. But isn't do we have an hour? We have spent Don't a very long time. You might not I'm, have the time. I put my ear to the wall and see if I can hear that burrowing noise and try and guess how close it might be. It's not so much a burrowy kind of noise. There's just vibrations that you can feel are and are vibration? shaking. They are not good vibrations. Can I get a sense of how close they are, maybe, based on what I heard before? You're farther away from them than when you were above. So they, so when you were on, like, the third level down, where the dock level is, this is further away than that. Is it further away, like, up or down, or further away in a different direction? It's further away. The intensity, the the intensity is less, is all we can tell. I listen very carefully to see if I can tell which... The direction in which, from which the vibrations are coming. With the chamber and the rocks the way I'm they ear, are. You, I'm ear listening. You're, <laughs> you're ear listening? Yeah, that's, that's not how a ears thing. work. That's thing you ear watch and you eye listen. No, but now I'm being very careful to try to detect the direction. I don't think we're going to get it. Ah, uh, no. Um, south. Yeah, we can't. I don't think we can risk it. Okay. Especially with how much we were running around up there. Yeah, we did a lot of running around trying to figure out that puzzle. Mm-hmm. Thank God we didn't run to the keep. You pass through... Or run back to the ship. Another room that seems just like the others you've seen. It's... uh. The the light in here has been quite dark for a while. There's no um, artificial light being generated in these spaces. The air is the stalest that it's been yet. The atmosphere that you are in and I mean that more emotional than literal, is thick. It's tense. You're draggled, tired, worn out. All of those things and more. And you pass through this chamber into one more hallway as you grow closer to this hallway a faint light is emanating from the other end how pretty is the light it's a fairly nice just kind of clean white light Let's approach cautiously. I go towards the light. Cautiously. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> you move down the I hall. I grab knife. <laughs> Where do you grab knife? Towards this. Tail. <laughs> oh, shh. That was not cautious. Towards this light. As you get closer, 
you hear the slow churning of water, gentle, as though a small fountain is here. And when you enter the room, you see that this space, unlike the others, is very constructed. It's like the city above, untouched by the decay. It's brightly illuminated, and there is a large square pool of water in the middle with a figure standing in the center of it. The figure looks older. It's not. Has a, has a beard. It's fairly well kept. So. This figure's a changeling. The pale white skin, a clear sign of who they are. And they're wearing a bright green cap with a feather. Is this a real person figure or is this a statue figure? Well, this is a real person. This is not a statue. It's the boss fight. Chirella? It's Chirella. Do you say that out loud? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the figure turns and faces you. Someone called. Hey, nice hat. <laughs> Thank you. I tip my hat. He nods. And we'll take a quick break here. <laughs> See you soon. Welcome back, ah. everyone. <laughs> um, we have returned from break and resumed the journey. You all had just entered a very lovely, pristine-looking room, far underground, and come face to face with what seems to be a older... Jarella, standing in the center of a room that has a square pool in it. He's surrounded by, you know, beautiful tiled walls, and um, there is a little burbling fountain in the center. There's some pillars in the pool supporting the ceiling. It's not quite as grand of a room as some of the places you've been in. Ceiling is maybe only ten feet tall. So Olseth could it touch looks, it with his trident. Yes, good. He well, Olseth could probably just reach up and touch it. But very easily do it with a trident. Um, <laughs> and it's a it's a sort of compared to every place you've been so far in the city, it's a rather intimate space. Jarella. Jer so, yes. Are you really Jarella? Are you one of those? projections that we've seen in the city? Hmm. As far as I know, I, I believe I'm Jarella. I go up and touch Jarella. It's a bit close. How are you here? Um, through an in 
incredible improbability if I'm understanding my circumstances correctly. You have an infinite improbability drive. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big one there, Elsa. <laughs> I don't understand what you just said there, Elsa. No, that I believe would be copyright infringement. Oh. Don't it's good that you do that. not have that then. I think it's good that I don't have that either. Uh, how are you? How how are you still alive? What year is it? That's a great question. I say I don't know how your time. I, I have never learned your time measurement system. I don't think we have firmly established uh, with you three players what year it is. In I, I say what year it is. Of 1995. <laughs> I say what year it is. There, there is actually a year. I just don't think I've ever what? had any reason to talk about it. So we never looked at a calendar to discuss it. <laughs> it's like, what's a calendar? What's time? I lived in a swamp. <laughs> is something you put up next to your door? Oh, I'm sorry. That's just a lot. <laughs> what year is it? The DM? Um, let me pull yes, that. Yes, Captain, what year is it? Captain, tell him what year it is. <laughs> Allow me to pull that up. <laughs> Does he also pull out a calendar? <laughs> yeah. Do you happen to have a trident? Uh, I don't. It, the oh. current year is uh, 4998. I do have a quick question. Does the captain have, like, a word of the day calendar? No. Not that you've ever seen, but you've uh, not seen the his inner cabin. So are we? So we're only four years off from the big five o o o. You're only two years off. Two years off. I'm good at math. Did I say five? You said four. I'm a little distracted. Leave my dice alone. You're telling me that's only. Oh, three years away. Oh, All no, right. It's, um, right it's, four. it's forty nine ninety eight. Hmm. That's basically like $50. I don't believe that in your time I would be alive. I'm fairly certain that I would have passed a long time ago. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, we, we followed the path on the ziggurat. Then we got the prize? And well, that explains it, then. Does it? Explains what? To me, yes. The four of you. You're good with numbers. You're on the path that was sent down to your current year, now millennia ago. I can only assume that on Risto above has fallen into ruin. Yes. Which means that it seems the changelings never united. No. We never found each other, did we? No, not really. Alas. Someone will try again. Um... We're, we're here under actual some extenuating circumstances. A dwarf from 
I'm, these are countries that probably didn't exist in your time. The Cormor Republic. That's not one I'm familiar with, no. A, 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 a very powerful family, a dwarf from a powerful dwarven family, it has been capturing changelings and Orat Moles in order to, I don't know, enrich himself. Is that the vibration and bashing that I've heard? Yes, he's been burrowing, we think, down mm. here. I have... I, dwarfs. I'll pull out the Orat Mall. I have three pieces that I've combined into the Orat Mall. I don't know where the rest are. Is it true you made this? It might be. That's not a good answer. <laughs> Is it truer that you made it? <laughs> you asked me to give up a great truth. I know little of you. My name is Soria Ansul, from the Sulani clans of the, what are called the Fervin Wilds now, but were once the great stretches south of Anrissa. Ah. Then... Do you live in areas that are more wet or more cold? About the same. <laughs> it's a frigid swamp. Well, those are, in my personal opinion, rather unpleasant permanent dwellings. I thought it was fine. <laughs> I was never one that enjoyed the frigid air. You live so in a sticky, wet jungle, so, I mean, <laughs> if we're going to start, like, nagging each other's houses, like... I didn't always live here. <laughs> is trashing each other's homes a changeling thing? <laughs> Apparently, yes. It is. It is. must be a tradition of greeting for, among them. I once lived in Anrissa. It was frigid and beautiful. We had to flee. Those are the stories that I found on my travels. I'm from one of the clans that fleed Anrissa. We didn't know Anrissa was a real, was a place. There were many that I could not find when I returned. I heard that I became a myth. You were. Some legendary hero that went out to find all the other clans never returned. That's true. I did, I suppose, fail in my mission. But I know you know Clan Buria. I found most of the missing clans. Well, Brukelion has captured many of them. Hmm. That is the, the dwarf above? Yes, the one that is digging. For lack of a better term, down. And he has control of an Orat Maul. At least one. And is forcing changelings to use it. And it seems that he would desire a second. He desires as many as he can get his hands on. Oh, yes, I've met his kind before. 
Can you help us? And who is us? Who are you? We don't have a group. I'm Soria <laughs> Ansul. I know your name. <clears throat> These are Although my. Although I do not know your companions. Why well, like... do I have to go first? <laughs> you always go first. This oh. is this is Nines. Hey, I can say my own name. My name's damn it. <laughs> my name's Nines. I am best Nines. I mean Tabaxi. He's a performer. A bard. Obviously. <laughs> and you're a very tall friend. Oh. It's just a trident. <laughs> <laughs> I am also Ralph. I am a furbog fighter. I am from a village that has disappeared. Hmm. Another with a lost clan. Ah, yes. But I now follow the code of Remarden. I doubt that you have heard of it. Probably something that came after my time. Hmm. And this is the captain, he's a pirate. He must not be named. <laughs> Part of the Cool Hats Club. Uh, you can call me Ferdinand, if you would. Or Phineas. That name is fine as well. One that chooses many names. I rather like that idea. How am I to know that you four are not with this dwarf above? We are not with him. <laughs> we followed the path of the ziggurat. Yeah, we solved the puzzle the right way. Mm-hmm. Completely, the whole way through. No oxes involved. Also, what the hell is up with all the gum? It's the like favorite snack of Monristo. Okay. Have you had any recently? You you notice that he's subtly <laughs> chewing. Oh. Does that come very good or just pretty good? I always think it's very good. Personally? If you if you don't believe me, then take this and I hand him the Orat Mall. Someone working for Brucellian would never give that up. The Ord Mall, as you would know are the most prized possessions of our people. They're fragments of our home. So it is said. I always believed that. But there's no way of verifying. We can simulate what we think our home world looked like, what we believe to have come from there. There's a, a signature of sorts that you can find on things from our old plane. But ultimately, there's no way of knowing what came from where. It's too long ago. And whatever records we kept before we crossed over to this plane have long since disappeared. These, or at Mall, what allowed us to do the most amazing things as a society. They also were our downfall. Because so many sought to have them. Is that what happened to Fervent? 
I do not know who this Fervin is. Oh, I was like going to ask my, you about that. It was only like 300 years ago. I, I just found out what year it is today. Give me some slack. I don't... I don't know if I can trust you for. You have followed the path, but many have tried to deceive and steal and take from us over the eons. How am I supposed to trust you? I thought Jarella was all about trust. Jarella is. And I am. But the legend and the person often differ, don't they? Uh, I learned that trust must be earned. Uh, But we pass the test to see we have a badge. We all show our pins. (laughs) Those were made by my wife. At least the design was. Your wife's a hologram? No. At least not that I'm aware of. She outlived me. At least I think she will. She was always stronger than I was. Em, it's hard to talk about yourself when you're fairly certain you're dead, but you also know that you're absolutely alive. Probability It's a funny thing. So you who are Jarella, what was your wife's name? The name of my wife? Why do you want to know? Well, if she had designed these badges, which are very, very nice, I thought it would be good to, uh, to, to honor her by knowing her name. We might have also heard of her before. We could tell you about her if we have. Well, please. Tell me who you know. You've come into the city I founded. Well, it's under attack. Well, it's very center is being rocked. And you admit there's a force inside the walls of this long guarded sanctuary hoping to steal its most sacred artifact. And then you want me to volunteer information without knowing anything of value about the four of you, or what you have done, or what guides you. I'm here to get my clan back. My family. Isn't everyone here to secure their clan? I'm sure that this Brucalian, who you so lament, wants to unite his people just as much as you do yours. Isn't that what your quest was, was to unite people? How are you different then? I was betrayed many times in my quest to unite. I did not share these stories with all the people that I gathered with me. I wanted to create a world that lived less on suspicion, more on trust and hope. 
That's why I built this sanctuary with my followers. Everyone within these walls we could trust. We knew. Everyone who knew the location of this sanctuary could come here whenever they pleased. And we lived without fear, without worry. But only because we worked hard to protect ourselves from those that would destroy us. And why create a network of communication crystals that could reach all over the world? To find us. To find more of our lost people. To reach out. And convince the people who had been lost for so long that it was safe to come out. And yet you don't want to help me recover our people? I would love for that to be true, but it has yet to be proven to me. How are we supposed to prove it to you? That is your dilemma. Not mine. That is not a very helpful clue. There are no clues. There's no more puzzles. If I understand what the designers put in place. I once gave a command to make sure that followers who sought out this city should it ever fall would be given the ability to restore it and everything they needed but they would have to prove that their intentions were good. I didn't want to know what the designers of these trials came up with. I told them never to tell me. Since I traveled the most, I wanted new information that could compromise those inside of its walls. But I believe this must be the final trial. They summoned me from near the end of my life, I imagine, so that I would have all the knowledge that I possess, which means I'll likely be close to death when I go back. <laughs> what an odd revelation that will be. And here I am at the end of my life, or very close to it, talking to four strangers, hoping that they are not trying to tear down all that I lived for. All you've lived for has already been torn down. Anristo is a ruin. We can only protect the people who are still alive going forward. Is that so? And what will you do? <laughs> we'll stop Brucalion, free our people. And Kill the voice. <laughs> free our people, let them return home. Share the knowledge that we've found here.
And what's the knowledge you've found? That the other clans aren't lost. And what is the state of the world? Has it torn itself apart yet? I would not say it is apart. Um, but it is also not getting along very well. Yeah, I think I started an international incident. <laughs> the world's... <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the world will tear itself apart and reshape itself over and over and over again. But the people endure through it and keep living. And are we changelings still feared and mistrusted? Yes. So where did all that work you did lead you? What is there to protect other than the people who are still alive and need help today? And where are those people? Captured by this Brukelion. They're in the mountains somewhere. And you claim that you don't work with Brukelion. He's a dick. He tried to kill us. Would it not be a sensible deception to send four others capable and knowledgeable of our history? No, it would not make sense because Brukelion does not know you are here. So why would he send somebody to find something that he did not know existed? And also, why would they send me? How do I not know that he is unaware of this? I can ask him. Well, Wait, where is why he? is he digging in the ground? What is, there, what is there below the city that is worth tunneling for? The source of Onristo's power. I thought that was what the Arat Mall was. I've already given you what Arat Mall pieces I had. Is that not proof enough that I don't care about them? And the Orat Mall is not what powers the city. God, it's a fervent crystal. I know it. Wait, this is made before fervent, though. <sighs> so, if you did not know you were here, and Brukelion did not know you were here, and we did not know you were here, why would anyone be seeking you? And if the only way to find you would be to have gone through all of the seven paths of the test, um, why is Brukelion simply digging a hole? He could have just come with us and been here already. Hmm. What is the point in deceiving you? You didn't even know you were part of this. A good point. He takes what he wants. He doesn't ask for it. So you claim. And now that we are here and you are offering us nothing, and you so that you have nothing to offer, why would Brukelion be seeking you out even though he did not know you were here? If you have nothing to offer him, it would not make sense to waste his time doing that. Well, he said. Yeah. Yeah. That. Are you protecting the power of this city, or is it something that is just sitting above us right now, waiting for Brukelion to grow? It's quite a bit protecting what powers this city. 
Well, then, if that's uh, true, then we don't really need to do anything. We can just leave. Oh, or take a long rest. Yeah. And then leave. Wait, how good are the defenses? They're good, but I'm sure a driven individual could overcome them. Now we do have to do something, Olsef. No defenses insurmountable. There is always something to do. Right, now we have to save the city again. We have to prove that this person, who was very important in the changeling history, but does not know why he is here, is not providing us with any information about helping us protect the city. Tell me about yourselves. What is it you would like to know? You've told me how you arrived. You've pleaded with me for help. You seem very urgent and driven. Why so? Well, what we have not had a rest or anything here? to eat for a very long time. We are very tired and irritable. I just made salami for you. <laughs> it, I had to swing a whole knife. Well, that is true. It was pretty decent magic salami. <laughs> I okay. see you have found the knife of my favorite chef. Well, you have been through the city, haven't you? Yeah. I'm surprised that it's still here. The city? I am too. This is a great knife. The knife. He must have given it to chef after chef and passed on down through the ages if it still resides here. I always thought that he would have taken it to his grave with him, but apparently not. Well then, I will tell you very quickly about my story. After my village had disappeared, an elf named Lanfiran came. He said he was on a quest to slay the beast. He taught me everything I know about this method of, of battle and protection and taught me the code of Remarden. We met a horrible monster in the north and I thought that was the beast, but he told me no, that I must slay the beast. And that is my quest, is to follow the code of Remarden and the plea of my teacher, Lanfiran, to slay the beast. His last words to me were very strange. They were, Graz dun balim. People are afraid of these words. I do not understand why. And that is my story, and that is my quest. Are what? you sticking to it? <laughs> it's an ancient elvish. Hmm. It you are ancient. Do you then know it? It roughly translates to the beast is in plain sight. Huh, that is very odd. I have been told it is translated to the great darkness. Yes, I could see it being interpreted both ways. Ancient Elvish is a curious language hmm. where context, the manner in which one says the words, not just the words themselves, provide understanding. Huh. Then I will say them as close to the way that Lan Firan said them to me. Graz dun balim. And what does that mean to you? Does it still mean the beast is in plain sight? I think it's meant to mean both. Mm-hmm. Well, that is my quest. <clears throat> I imagine that that language is not spoken anymore, which is why so few are able to translate it for you. 
shame. I always found it to be interesting. But the way the elves had started to fracture into multiple warring societies makes me conclude that it probably faded from use in favor of whatever prevailing cultures rose up. You, looking at Soria, what have you done? What brings you here? Why are you on this quest? I am a druid trained by a fae. You were trained by one of our sisters. That's what I believe, yes. And the Feywild is, we think, an echo of our original home. My village was ransacked by this Brucalion, and all the people were taken except for me, who is off speaking with this Fae. I found his banner, and I traced it here. I met these companions along the way, these companions of other races who all agreed without a second thought to help me find our people and bring them home. I thought I was just trying to get some money. <laughs> and... Nines? Yes! Is that your name, or is it a moniker? It's, I mean, that's what I go by. <laughs> Why are you here? Well, some dick stole my instrument and I want it back. Honest and straightforward. It's a nice instrument. I have heard it is wonderful. Yes, we saw a fake version of it, and it sucked. Was your instrument made by someone close to you? It's family instrument, made by grandfather. Or did he have it? And then he... It's part of family, that's the important part. And I'm... Um, certain that the pirate-looking fellow here, you're completely above board, aren't you? We paid him. <laughs> well, it is true they paid me, but... I only accept jobs that I think are worthwhile in accepting. I... I'm from the Bandit Isles. A place of refugees war-torn and disaster-stricken regions the world over. Everyone who lives there came from suffering of some sort. Generations have grown, and a lot of us take up what others call piracy. We call reclamation. Most nations on this planet have sought destruction and violence. So we reclaim the lost and stolen property from us and distribute it amongst those who are equally unfortunate. I don't often talk about my true purpose for doing what I do, but 
It seems perhaps honesty is one of the most important things right now. So that's what I do. Some call me a pirate. I call myself a reclaimer. You had never said that before. That Even is... though we're his best friends. Yes. Oh. Very few are capable of understanding what or why we do these things. And so we live a life where we talk little about what we do to outsiders. And we accept the mantle of pirate as willingly as we can. I would hope for a better life for everyone. I come from a nation of refugees. It's not perfect where we are, but we accept each other and learn to live with our differences and somehow get along and go through the day. Well, you all seem genuine. And what about you, Jarella? Tell us who you are. Did you? Trust goes both ways, as you like to say. When you found Anrissa destroyed, what did you do? Flee and build another Anrissa, hoping that it would achieve a different result this time? No, I'd already started on Risto. I'd put the wheels in motion. It's a funny thing about Anrissa. I'm told the myths about me are that I was a great navigator and tracker, that I just inherently knew the lay of the land. I know knew I knew no equal in my day as far as explorers and scouts went. That they relied upon me to map the surrounding territories. I have that roughly right? Yes. It's funny what can happen in just a short sixty years from when you're gone to when you start hearing stories about yourself. I came to discover that it's almost impossible to find Anrissa again. There's a magic that protects that place. I sought for decades to get back there. In my life, it only happened last year. I had built on Rista, hoping to have a second great changeling city. So that we could prosper. Not all your eggs in one basket, so to speak. But I only did so after I failed to find the way back home. I searched and I searched and I always lost my way. Something about the magic of Anrissa made it so no one could return once they'd left. Whether they knew they were doing that or not. I was sent out on a mission, as were a dozen others. 
to try and find the missing clans. You see, I was of the second generation. I was born in Anras. I never knew our homeworld. And there was still hope in that time that the other clans were out there. We wanted to find them. And every year we would send out a group of 20 or so set forth. Go try to find our lost siblings and families and clans. And every year they went out. Some returned, most did not. We thought that they had died. I learned they didn't, though. What I learned is that you can't find your way back once you go far enough. You've never found Anrissa, have you? No, but I've never looked that hard. You can't find it. It doesn't want to be found. No. I don't know what caused the downfall. I don't know what happened. But I know when I finally found the way back, all I saw was ruin. Ruin of my home. As cold and bright as that place always was, as much as I hated the constant shivering and chattering of teeth, it was still my home. Assuming you found that tree up above? The tundra large. Yes. It's still alive. They're an amazing tree. Hardy and powerful. This one lives even longer than I could imagine. I think they're still sustaining it. Never liked living here. It's not its natural climate, of course. We always had druids taking care of it. My wife was the caretaker first. She passed it on to our daughter. It seems that they continue to pass it on. Hmm. My tale is not what the legends say about me. I came to accept that Mythologizing is part of the role when you're a leader, especially of a lost, fractured people. I just tried to temper it as much as I could. And all I can say is I hope that the four of you really are here to do what you claim to be. With our mythologies, I would much rather follow the path of Mulashti, the unbending, um, than you. I never wanted to be the hero that people made me out to be. I liked sailing and exploring and meeting new people. 
like the captain. We're not mm. allowed to choose our role in life. And yet you've grown so bitter and lacking in hope that you won't even help us defend our people anymore? Now where did you get that idea? Bitter and lacking in hope. No. I'm not bitter, nor lacking in hope. I'm just cautious. Did you know an OSHA? I did. Long ago now. Do you know what the stories say of OSHA? These days, no. OSHA is the one that led the enemy to our gates. They found a way back to the city. Hmm. That may be true. I have no way of knowing. I did not know OSHA very well. But if Osher returned with an enemy force, perhaps they were tricked, deceived, followed. This is who I really am, and the stories make me out to be different. Perhaps the stories of Osha are not so accurate as you have come to understand. Not everything is always the way it's presented. It gets twisted and distorted so that characters are easy to digest. Black and white. Clear as crystal. But after a time, does it not matter what the truth... Does it really matter what the truth was if the story imparts a lesson? No. It doesn't. The lesson is the important part. And those who have died have little control over what their legacy is. <clears throat> Just like mine. I never wanted to be... <laughs> idolized. I see that hat you're wearing. Made after mine. It's a nice hat. He just broke into a shop and took it. I couldn't get out. It was great. They started making hats like mine. This one was made by my father. He was a hat maker. What do you do? What do you mean? It's a job, a hat maker. Is it, you, people get paid for that? Yes, that's what my father did. He made hats, and he made this one for me when I became a scout and started exploring regions. And I've worn it all my life. He was an exceptionally good hat maker. They modeled hats after mine. Well, we've told you who we are, and the, the lesson of your story is to trust others. It is, isn't it? So, I've already extended trust to you. I've given the Orat Mall to you. And trust is a two-way street, as you've said. Will you extend your trust to us? Did you ever really give the Orat Mall to me? At this point, I don't know. <laughs> Why don't you check the pocket of your cloak? 
I'll look at my clock. You find a complete Oratmal in your pocket. Unlike this, it's... Unlike the previous iterations, this one is firm and gleaming. It shifts imperceptibly, but the shape never changes. It has sort of an oblong, egg-like quality to it. It's a little different than the one that you are familiar with from your clan. The stories about me were always true. I put the Orat Mall in your pocket the moment you walked in the room. Will you help us? He's gone. Why does everyone keep doing that to us? <laughs> Pirate and captain, this guy. And there's a brief flash in the room. And then just the sound of trickling water. Do I happen to feel refreshed as if I got eight hours of uninterrupted <laughs> sleep? You do. <laughs> How about the rest of us? <laughs> no, just me. <laughs> you all feel restored. And you hear in your ears as though someone standing behind you whispering. Never lose faith. Give trust to those, even the ones that challenge you. Sorry, uh, I have a side question, mechanically speaking. Mm -hmm. I can change my spells around during a long rest. Am I allowed to swap spells around for this one? Yeah. Okay. Because I didn't know for sure it was magic, so. Yeah, it's magical. It's a magical long rest. No worries, Aurea. Yes? What, what is that that just happened here? Was that really somebody who had died over a thousand years ago? There's a lot of things that are possible. Hmm. I believe the word is improbable. That's what he kept saying. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> he did give me a different meaning to this costume baleen that, room, that uh -huh. Lan Viren had said. It is very mysterious to say that the beast is in plain sight and that it also means the great darkness at the same time. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Did you learn anything? Are you? I think I learned a lot. Hmm. Um, Brukelion, was he wearing armor when I saw him or was he like clothed? Like, I'm, I'm just trying to choose a spell or two here. I just want to... He... It, you you couldn't be certain if he was wearing armor, but there's a pretty reasonable conclusion you could come to that he probably had some on. Okay. And he's wearing, like, adventuring kind of gear. Okay. But if adventuring gear were bought by, you know, a rich entitled prick. But he wasn't wearing, like, chain mail or anything that I saw. No. Okay. Not that, not that you saw. All right. Now, did my cape... Feel like it got a nice 24-hour rest. That's a dawn. Uh, I believe it. I yeah, believe but this that. is a magical thing. <laughs> so your cape didn't reset. 
Fire dance. It's a once per day, resets at dawn, not a long rest. You got a magical long rest. And it didn't take any time. We definitely should have taken that short rest in the previous room. <laughs> I'm going to look in this room for whatever... He said the source of the city's power wasn't the Orat Mall. He said it was not the Orat Mall. Yes, what so, else is in this room? Is it just the fountain? It's a room's probably like 20 by 20. It's kind of a square room. Well, with the entrance that you came in, in the uh, northeast corner, it's very bright by comparison to all of the halls. And there's this square pool with a little bubbling fountain in the center of it and pillars that sit, you know, kind of again, it's about halfway into this square. Look like support pillars. Everything in here is very uniformly, pleasantly designed. This is a very pleasing to the eye room. So is Berkelian coming here? Oh, we do not know that. For some reason. Brukelian must know where the source of the power is, and he is attempting to find it by digging. <clears throat> um, perhaps we should try to find the source of the sound uh, if we believe that Brukelian is correct. In any case, we must stop Brukelian, whether he is on the right path or not. Do the tremors feel like they're getting bigger or closer or anything like that? to this room that we're in? No. Perhaps a bit more frequent, but closer. So the closest we were to them was where the docks are. There's that one hallway where there was all the rubble pouring mm -hmm. through the Yeah, the rubble was kept coming at us. Like because it was, it was him pushing through. <clears throat> so two things come to mind. One is we can... Uh, search around in the caverns here to try to get close to where the tremors are, which we can tell by whether they're louder or not. Or we can go back to the surface to look for the place where he started digging. He lowered the ceiling there, I think. Let's... You actually think. would have pieced this together. The room where he lowered the ceiling that was the room where the test took place. The time and space room, that's right, that's right. Want to refresh people's memories yeah, on that. that's true. And you didn't see any sort of holes there, but you also couldn't pursue him, so he could have run off somewhere. What I'm trying to do is make sure you guys don't read into my words on yeah. this. I know how players are so apt to reading into the DM's words. Is there like some sort of security ink we can go to for some advice? Well, I'm thinking of something. They might have a branch here. You never know. <laughs> are you willing to do something drastic? Ah, uh, shall we drop and in, jump into the pit of many futures again? No. 
I could I'm try. I'm already on my way. <laughs> I could take the ore out mall. It's complete now. And he could try and open a chasm directly above us so that he falls here. How do we know that he is above us? It's rough. Is this roughly in line? Oh, no. No? No. This is closer to being underneath the docks. Is it? Okay. Where you we, are now. We definitely don't want to drill a hole up above us. <laughs> no. But we could find a place. None of you had asked to do this. Um, I drink from the fountain. Uh, Okay. Ask if Sturmgrimmy is in the fountain. <laughs> I've, I've given no, up on my search for Sturmgrimmy. There's no Sturmgrimmy in the fountain. I do oh. want to drink from the fountain, though. It's very clean and refreshing, and you notice, as you do, not that this is what I was expecting any of you to do. I was expecting someone to ask for a perception check, so I'm just sort of handing it to you all here. Uh, um, I shoved my face in the water. What do I see? <laughs> the little fountain that I keep mentioning that you take notice of now as you get closer to the water and are lapping it up, you know, cat style. It's a little ziggurat. Mm. Can I rotate it? No, it's a, it's a fountain. No. It's a little fountain head, but it is a... Do I need to go back like to the ziggurat? Uh, is that the hint? Uh, perhaps this was the eighth one that had not been yet It's lit. been lit now. So the ziggurat is fully active. Well, so do you want more stairs? It becomes, it becomes not lit as we as we complete each part of the puzzle. It became yes. All right, let's ascend. Um, well, let us go to the ziggurat, and we must try to find our way to Brukelian, wherever he is digging. Yes, carry me to the ziggurat, Olsef. He has no doubt left some evidence of of his excavation. We don't know if he's digging down. He could be digging up. Let's go to Ziggurat. Okay. Why not? We will go to the Ziggurat. It is a long walk. I climb up on top of Olseft. Onward! I climb on top of Olseft. Forward. <laughs> Execute. So you head to the Ziggurat. Yes. The captain's not going to join us? <laughs> not on me. <laughs> um, do, you, do you want me to try to... No, no, up? that is quite all right. You are a captain, and if you are able to locomote yourself, please do so. Uh, I don't know what that is supposed Can to be. Can you walk? Yes. Then do so. Okay. I don't know what locomote means, but that's it's fine. like a train. Definitely <laughs> not doing anything with a train unto myself, but that's an interesting way of um, elucating you have. Let us walk. Yes, let's get this ziggurat. campaign back on track. <laughs> Really making the yes going for the train yeah yeah, yeah. Maybe, let's see how long we can keep that up choo choo <laughs> railroad us back into the plot baby. we've been training for this moment bring it to the well station. then I'll bring up the caboose I am not enter trained <laughs> now I'm enter <laughs> trained <laughs> you get up to the top of the ziggurat and. You see that the final stairway is dimmed. And something has changed in the center this time. The symbol. More the symbol. stairs. 
the symbol at its center has a little divot about the size of your Orat Mall. Mm -hmm. Of course it would be. And that's, uh, the, that's the change. Are we ready? Yeah, shove that thing in there. I will set the Orat Mall in the divot. Okay. As you do so, the city grows dark. That is not and what I expected. I expected it to and go you the see, other still happening. You see a wave of darkness sweeping towards the pyramid as the lights go out. And the pyramid is now bathed in light, surges with energy. Another bright flash. And the platform is illuminated in a bright pink glow and is slowly descending down, down, going through the ziggurat. I'm assuming that you're all on the platform. Nines, get on this. Ah! I jump on it. So as Except you're describing this, the whole city goes dark except for the ziggurat. And then the center that we're standing on with the Orat Mall placed on it is descending down into. Oh, the platform is descending mm -hmm. into the ziggurat. Yes. Okay. When you said the glow was descending it, I thought it there was like a light coming down onto the it. The glowing platform we're standing on is going down. That is correct. I hope this is a good thing. I think so. I mean, I think we're that Brukellian might be getting close too, though. This platform, the symbol emitting a pink glow, you're surrounded by smooth walls. It's a circular platform that's descending. You look up, and there's no way to climb out. There's no way to jump up. There are no exits. And after a few minutes of slowly lowering, you sink into a chamber. A chamber that you haven't seen yet. This chamber. Jump pulling up. Do we have a sense of how far down we went at all? <clears throat> Many dozens of feet. Lower than the lowest level of the caves we were in? No. Oh, so we didn't enter a new low. You didn't enter a new low, no. But you have... It becomes pretty clear. Entered an area. It's on the other side of that rubble. The walls here are lined with the same runic lines that you had seen just outside that rubble, pulsating with power. It's a circular room with little branches that go off to the side. 
this this place is how best to describe it. Can um, I retrieve my aura? Well, not yet. Okay. You can try, but you can't pull it out of that. I figured, hole. but just you're slowly lowering down. The walls now have disappeared, and you are just freely floating in the air on this platform as it sinks lower and Don't lower. Jump. Why would I jump? It looks dangerous. <laughs> There's a That'd be crazy. There's a massive sphere in the center of this room. And it's incredibly bright at first. You drop down, finally landing on the floor as Brukelian turns to face you, surrounded by his henchmen and several changelings. Well, well, well. Looks like you finally caught up. I'm hurling a nice knife at his throat. And... <laughs> <laughs> we will that up next week, then. <laughs> so... The killer um, queen strikes again. <laughs> we pick this up next week. We'll roll for initiative. So... That wraps up this week's episode. It's slightly shorter than a usual episode for us. Uh, this next combat is a biggie. It is a biggie. Yeah, you healed us right before the encounter. Of course, it's a biggie. Yeah, I did. Um, so we're gonna we're just gonna have a short episode there, uh, and we're gonna leave it in this cliffhanger. Next week, we're coming back. They're fighting Brucalian in the center of Onristo. With an Orat Mall at stake. At least one. Maybe a few more. You don't know how many he has with him. Uh-uh. And some changelings. We'll see what happens. This is going to be a big fight, folks. So, um, thank you for joining us. And I think next week's session, this this week was a short session. I think next week's going to be a longer a, one. <laughs> a long session. So buckle up for next week. Clear your schedule. And until then, take care of yourselves. As always, we love you. Thanks for watching. See you next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>